0: Bye. Welcome to Glow and Tell. I'm Laura. And I'm Karina. And on this week's episode, we offer some tips on how to become more eco-conscious in your beauty routine. There's tons of waste, tons of plastic and pollution. Climate change is real. So we want to offer you ways to be a little bit more mindful of your beauty routine. And on our double take, we're going to talk about our May favorite. So Karina, let's get into it. Let's do it. So, to begin, I just want to talk about climate change for a minute. Um, I feel like now more than ever, the climate change crisis has kind of reached almost like almost at its peak moment where everybody is talking about it and a lot of companies are making changes um, and they are trying to do better for the environment. And I know that we live in such an age of convenience and consumerism and um, everything is single use. And I feel like, especially in beauty, because beauty is not a necessity for, you know, your day-to-day life, it is almost more important for our companies and consumers to make better, more informed, mindful choices so they don't create so much more waste. Because the beauty industry creates a ton of waste. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, As far as packaging you know, shipping and mailing and people returning products, people throwing products away. Um. So Karina, let, we're going to go through, first of all, we want to talk about things that you can eliminate from your routine. Mm-hmm. And the first one I want to talk about is single use items. So Karina, what are some single use items you feel like the beauty industry is guilty of? What are you oh, guilty yeah. of? Let's talk about um, it. Beauty industry, guilty. I am also guilty of using single use makeup wipes. So I use them only, I only use one in the morning. Um, it does go in the trash, uh, but that's what I use to wash my face, basically. So I'm going to try to make an effort to actually use a cleanser in the morning. Yes. <laughs> um. I know that Carolyn Hirons, she loathes the idea of makeup wipes as well. Mm-hmm. She said they're such a waste, like... They don't really do anything for you. For Mm -hmm. me, I just... To me, it is convenient. That's... I'm guilty of that. Mm -hmm. So as far as, like, makeup wipes, what what are my options? So what you could do is use a micellar water. If you really don't want to, like, cleanse your face, but you Mm -hmm. still want, like, the same effect, use a micellar water with a reusable makeup pad. And you found those on Amazon, didn't you? Yes. Amazon is probably my favorite resource for eco-conscious beauty-related items because it's just so like like I said like convenient it's so convenient everything that you can possibly want is on Amazon so I found a pack of 12 reusable makeup wipes or makeup pads and they're just these circular cotton pads with they come in a mesh bag and you just put them in the wash so instead very of smart. going through all of this cotton and just tossing it after you're done after one use you can get infinite uses out of it basically oh and yeah. then it washes clean right yeah cool yeah. I know that Samantha Robindall uses them now because um, she's also trying to make these kind of choices. She's actually requested that she gets no PR sent to her anymore mm-hmm. uh, because of the waste. Oh, I saw She posted that video. Did you see the video of like a few weeks of PR? It's tons and tons of... It was out of control it's cardboard all the plastic plastic the bubble wrap the like if people are using packing peanuts that are not biodegradable that's a big waste sizzle which is the the little shredded paper why why is that a thing i mean you can recycle that i get it but to me like it's just it's too much and and a lot of those pr packages contain components like Acrylics or videos and like electronics that are just not recyclable and, and you just dump yeah, it yeah. and throwing them away is also not good for the environment, yeah exactly, um so makeup wipes we can use. Um, reusable cotton rounds so basically we're yeah cotton rounds I use for my nail polish would I be able to use nail polish um, on those I don't think so because the nail polish might make like that because when it dries it's like paint drying so I would say oh, okay. use your cotton pads for your nails only mm-hmm. but you do your nails far less than you wash your face exactly. so I feel like there are little changes that we can make you don't have to be perfect nobody's perfect right yeah like we're just trying to make small conscious decisions Um, the other thing that I have pretty much stopped using, although I still have some of these, are sheet masks. I think the sheet mask industry exploded a few years ago once the K-beauty trend has started, and that is another single-use item that is totally unnecessary. Mm -hmm. What do you think we can, like, what are some options to change that? So, I have actually seen online that you can buy a washable and reusable silicone sheet mask. So, basically, that just replaces the the mask itself. Mm-hmm. So what you do is you use your favorite serums, moisturizers, what have you, all over your face and then basically use the silicone over that to right. kind of press it into the skin and keep it on your your face and keep it like active not mm-hmm. for but lack of a better word for a longer period of time. Then right. you just wash and reuse it. Yeah. Yeah, cuz it's just silicone, so or you, you can use that forever. Right, or you can just try a wash-off mask.
1: You know yeah. what I mean?
0: Like grab a jar of a mask or like a tube of your favorite mask. And instead of buying so many sheet masks, just use a wash off mask. And I feel like they last a lot longer too. So Q-tips. So I don't use Q-tips or, or cotton swabs or as the people in the UK, UK call it, cotton buds. Cotton buds. Cotton buds. Um, I don't really use them for, I don't use them for makeup I literally use them for the purpose they were not intended for which for is to clean ears. my ears. <laughs> um guys it says so on the box. Don't clean your ears Don't clean it. your ears with it. But apparently clean the ears. UK banned the use of plastic cotton buds. You know where the, the plastic stem is yeah. plastic they've banned that now. I don't remember using one that would ever had plastic on it. I think a lot of like cheaper brands do it. Yeah. But yeah. it also makeup, you know, cotton buds and Q-tips or whatever are used all the time in the makeup and beauty industry yeah for hygienic purposes right and I I I totally get that but all of those little tiny things going into our oceans and landfills and making their way like it's just a lot I heard like some crazy statistic where like a million cotton buds are disposed of every day or something or generated every day it was like in the multi-millions that are created every single day um I saw online there is a uh, brand called the Last Swab. I saw. Did you this. see that? Okay, I've seen this. It's a silicone nubby. It's like a like a little bit of a. It's oversized. It looks oversized. There's two to me. types. So there's oh, like okay. there's one that like assumes is like for your ears or whatever. Right. And then there's one that's like a silicone tip with two different sizes for like a makeup kind of application interesting so it's a reusable cotton not it's not made out of cotton it's a reusable swab and I think they're currently on kickstarter I don't think they've created everything yet Mm. um but that's That's interesting. interesting yeah I'd be into that um another huge product that you know I think most people are guilty of using are disposable razors um I haven't used dispos like a disposable razor in probably five years because I'm subscribed to Dollar Shave Club. And a reusable yeah. service is is nice because you get new razors in the mail and it, you're not using a new razor every three to four shaves. You're right. not throwing the entire unit away. And it's cheap. Like I feel like it's a lot quite cheaper. cheaper and it pays for itself over time. Totally. And I don't shave Anything really very often. It's really usually just my underarms and I'll shave my legs maybe once or twice a week if it's summertime. Barely once a week. Yeah. I don't <laughs> well, let's I'm be so lazy when it comes to that kind of stuff. <laughs> um but I also I don't use any kind of like shave gel or shave cream. Do I. I just use the conditioner that I've been yeah, using. I think those like aluminum cans for your shave creams are also terrible for the environment. Yeah. So I've also I haven't bought shave cream in decades. Decades. Yeah. yeah I don't use it. I've always just used my body wash. Um, yeah, body wash or conditioner. Mm-hmm. So you can save on that. Like it's not necessary to have shaves. Shave. Yeah, it's not shave a, t- for me, it's not necessary. I mm-hmm. mean, it's just kind of a money grab, I I feel like. So I think a subscription service is good or yeah, one you can just replace the um, the razor heads with.
1: you And keeping your
0: handle. There's a um what is it called? They do like almost a single blade. Like, it's an old-school-style razor with, mm-hmm. like, a single or a double blade, but it's made out of metal, and it's supposed to last, like, infinitely. Like, not the razors, but the handle. Oh, okay. And you just swap out the blades. Oh, like, like a it's, straight edge? Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's, well, yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. Yeah. Um. Cool. Another – okay, so let's talk about reusing and recycling our makeup products. So okay. one of the biggest – Things I feel that people are not doing are recycling the containers or bothering to look at if there is their beauty containers or products are recyclable.- mm-hmm. yeah, S- and okay, so if you just take a look at the bottom or you know on your package, if it says it's recyclable, recycle it. yeah, but make sure your product is totally empty. So any liquids should be completely gone, any cream should be gone, it should be like pretty much wiped out clean. Um, and then a lot of packages are coming, um, they're coming out with a message that says the cap is not recyclable or it says like empty, then replace cap, then recycle. Like it kind of spells it out for you. Yeah, there's sometimes the components, um, like it may say that the, like the, bottle itself is recyclable mm-hmm. but usually if there's like some kind of a mister like, plast- like a plastic spray component to that or like a pump usually those pieces are not recyclable right um so when in doubt check the packaging if it says um if it still isn't clear to you I would just chuck the top bit like your plastics into the garbage and the rest of the container into the recycling Yeah. so recycle whatever you can if you don't no, I would mm-hmm. just recycle what has this the symbol stamped on it. Right. Um another good rule of thumb is to always choose glass over plastic first because mm-hmm. glass can be used over and over again in other areas like in your home you could decant some items for like a travel sized. Yeah. Um even like for like candles, like yeah. find a beautiful candle like I love the Bath and Body Works three wick candles. And sometimes they have these super cute designs on them. And I'll just burn it out and then, you know, scrape out whatever wax is left. Clean Mm -hmm. it out completely. And then you can just use it as a cute, like, cup for your brushes. Yeah, I've used mine. I've used all of, a ton of candles, uh, the glasses for my brushes. I use them to hold, like, my blushes and my eyeliner sticks Mm -hmm. and all sorts of things. Like, my, you know, my now reusable cotton pads. Um, Figure out how to make... Then work for you. You can use them as a little bud vase. You can refill them. There's I mean, so we buy it. I mean, we buy the candle for the scent, right? But we also buy it for the looks, right? And I think Bath and Body like Works a, is smart because they do offer the same scents but in multiple different styles. Yeah, exactly. So Complements your style of what you want it to look and like. like People buy Diptyque for the look of it, guys. Mm-hmm. They're expensive. I'm guilty. They're expensive. But they hold all of my Charlotte Tilbury cream eyeshadow sticks. There you go. <laughs> they're there still reusable go. and they're cute to look at. Exactly. Make your life a little bit cuter to look at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to shout out the brand Youth to the People. They are committed to only creating products in packaging that is 100% recyclable or and reusable. Nice. And all of their products come in glass packaging. So even their cleanser is in glass and they are really like really good about being at the forefront of simple recyclable packaging like they are just not about the fluff yeah you know I as much as I love like prestige and luxury products that come with this beautiful packaging it's not I know that some people want that if they're going to be paying the money for it Mm -hmm. to me it's not necessary I kind of just care more about how the product you know works works. Yeah, yeah exactly um, So who has like let's think like who has a frivolous packaging that probably could just do without? Mm. Mm, I'm guilty of buying three Jeffree Star glosses that's and the packaging. Looking. The packaging is, it looks stupid. <laughs> it's it not looks, my aesthetic, and that's probably not, why I have not purchased anything. It's not my aesthetic, but they are really pretty. I know. Um, but the stupid cap handle thing—it looks like a oh, sailor moon. Oh, wand, I've got one, and I think it's insane. Physicians Formula Butter Bronzer. The amount of packaging for that frickin' product is out of control. <laughs> it's huge. Yeah. Uh, why? Just give me a reusable pen. And everybody yeah. has a sponge or a brush. You do not need to include one. People. Oh, here's another big issue. Oh, I hate those. Companies that still oh. put in those crappy, shitty foam eyeshadow applicators... Please rethink this business choice nobody nobody uses them them. literally everybody chucks them as soon as they open exactly yes it's It's the worst thing ever don't use them disgusting (laughs) Um, okay so we talked about reusing jars oh here's another thing that we could also do is you could try to make your own beauty products so some beauty products are so simple to make and save you a lot of money i.e. a scrub scrub number one the most simple beauty product to make I've made scrubs before. It is literally either a salt or a sugar or a mixture of both. And an oil. And an oil and maybe a scent if you want to be fancy. Like, why are we paying $10 a jar for a scrub when you can literally make it out of the contents of your pantry? Guilty, though. I know. I am guilty of of buying um, scrubs from that brand Tree Hut because Mm -hmm. they smell so good. But at least you could recycle the packaging. It's It's a simple plastic and it, I'll buy maybe cycle. two a year yeah. so I'm not using that much of stuff. but you know I think yeah things like that like I know like I've been tempted to buy a lip scrub I'm like what's why? the point why do I need a lip scrub exactly you know what get in the shower once your lips are like hydrated yeah I just rub the skin right off I, I don't, don't have to like or whatever it is that does not to me it does not work oh. just rub your goddamn lips it's not <laughs> hard you don't need to pay $12 for sugar in a little half jar. ounce jar right yeah looking at you jeffree star yeah. i did smell them though but they do smell really good yeah but you but can it's find, stupid I you can just can find essential lips. oils anywhere and just put a drop in and call it good um, <laughs> i could just sniff something i'd be exactly. fine right i don't have to um, have it another good thing that you could e- easily make are like a multitude of masks there's so many different yeah. recipes online for like an avocado mask a honey mask a oatmeal mask any you know there's so many different cute like like effective recipes out there you just do a simple internet search and you can create your own mask what about like refillables i think i think refillables need to be a thing absolutely i think i wish it was a thing the company that i think of when i think about like refillable body products is loxaton they sell big um it's in plastic but it is a big refill tub Of they do like shampoo, conditioner, body wash. Mm. So you buy the bottle once and you refill it over and over. And I really feel like companies should be doing that because number one, it builds brand loyalty when you can buy a refill for cheaper. Oh, yeah. Because it's always offered at a lower price than the regular packaging. It's like buying in bulk. It's like you're at Costco or Sam's Club. Right. And I think you offer a really beautiful product and then you give the refill at a discount. And like, why wouldn't you get the same thing you love? Yeah. at a At a discount and I think so, it saves on so much packaging I think yeah I think mists would be a good one because I've been rebuying this is going to be in my favorites but I've I'm on my third um bottle of the wet and wild primer waters and there's really not a ton in there there's 1.5 ounces but I use this guy a ton when I'm using my makeup I just like the experience of it but I've I got two more um, when I did a Target run the other day and I just wish it could just either be a bigger bottle yeah. or just sell refills. Cause this is four bottles I've gone this through. This needs to be like three times as large. Maybe I need to try a different one. No, I think because the Mario Badescu's are probably like what, eight ounces for the same price or like a little bit more. I don't know. I feel like this actually does something for me though. So I've, I keep buying it, but so looking at this guy, Ooh, I can't even see if this is I don't even know if that's recyclable. recyclable yeah it's fully plastic so I'm not seeing any kind of symbol on here so maybe uh, maybe we're gonna have to look for something else I don't know <laughs> Um, I know the Urban Decay makes it a, makes a, um, a setting spray called Chill so it's mm-hmm. kind of like their all nighter but the dewy version of it so right. I might try that if that's recyclable but i think refillables would be a great idea for a lot of and things. i i do know that there are some companies be, they sell really like i know lancome has a refill for one of their really expensive creams oh this the is Abra recyclable, recyclable. just is? we know this is recyclable Oh, good. <laughs> um but yeah they buy you can buy like the product once and then you get these refill pods of the same cream mm-hmm. because let's face it Creating beauty products is not that expensive. A moisturizer is really not that expensive to formulate and produce. I think a lot of the money that you're spending is, number one, the name, the packaging, and if it's solid and, you know, luxe looking, if you're really purchasing the name, the refill should kind of just go along with it. Like, I feel like this should just be normal for us to be able to buy a refill of something and not a new overpackaged product. That, wouldn't that be cool to be able to go into a store, like a, go to a beauty counter and just for that certain brand, you kind of almost have like your skincare on tap?
1: Yeah. And you just
0: either go home with it in your original pot or container mm-hmm. or into some kind of like reusable like like flask or something for you mm-hmm. to decant at home. Like wouldn't that be funny to just have like a like a soft serve moisturizer machine. Oh my god! Ooh. <laughs> Can you imagine? I think somebody needs to do that. You know that reminds me. Um, the Thierry Mugler Angel perfumes—they do refills. Yeah, it's called the Source, and they have been doing refills for like decades. Yeah. So they have if you go to like a prestige fragrance counter and they and you ask them, when you purchase like a full size of their Angel, I think they also an alien. offer an Alien. Um, you can come back and refill it. They have these um big bottles of the fragrance juice, basically, and you <laughs> get to refill your your items at a discounted price and that's also really that's like super smart. like if companies for fragrances could do that, um I think that be if you have like a signature fragrance that you know you're always going to want. That's a really smart option. Yeah. You know what I just thought of is that one of the companies that's really at the forefront of trying to reduce their footprint is Lush.
1: Mm, they, yes. are,
0: they are now offering um, no packaging options on some of their items. Like, okay. obviously, if it's like a cream or something like liquid, it needs to have a packaging with it, mm-hmm. but they do have solid... Um, shampoo bars mm-hmm. and like soap bar not necessarily soap but um they have like yeah like solid shampoos they have a lot of things that just go package less so you can literally just pick it up and just drop it into their little paper bags and call it a day that's great so there's no plastic wrapping their items i don't i don't think they use plastic i much on so. anything anymore yeah the bath bombs they're just loose you don't they're not covered in plastic to like prevent them from breaking you know if they break it's fine whatever they're gonna break anyway and you're in your tub but they also do the fresh made cosmetics so that's kind of a cool way to to think about things it's like well what if you got at a discounted price a refill of your stuff but that it's freshly made Mm. that also reminds me of what is it called prescriptives back in the day where they would you would custom make your own foundation that's kind of cool like (laughs) I'd, i'd want like a jug of it for later yeah I wonder oh. if we could do that. Can well, I just th- request like a, like a five ounce supply of like your well, favorite foundation and, and makeup brands when they are when they are sent like makeup or foundation testers? A lot of the times they come in these big like ketchup bottles. Yeah, so, like if I could just purchase one of those, or if I could refill it from those ketchup bottles at a discounted price. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, easy. Takes the guesswork out take of it. Take my money. God take my it. money. Um, we're going to take a break and we are going to come back with a f- more tips and we're going to talk about clean beauty and ways that you can be more eco-conscious. So stay tuned. So here are a few more tips of ways that you can reuse, recycle, and maybe swap your products and contribute to a more eco-conscious beauty routine. So another tip that I've got is host a makeup swap with your friends. I love doing this. I usually do this with my friends maybe twice a year. Mm -hmm. Um, so a, All of my friends pretty much work in cosmetics as well, and we always have stuff that we no longer use or didn't necessarily like, but we don't throw them away. So what we do is every now and then we'll get together and host a makeup swap, and it is so much fun. We usually have bags of stuff. We dump them out on the floor, and we always draw numbers as to who gets to go first, second, third, fourth, and so on. Oh, is it like a white elephant? Yes, almost? it is. You're kind of it's, like just picking whatever you yes, want? Yes, okay. it is so much fun. So everybody That's gets fun. a number in the order that they go in. And so you get to pick an item every time it's your turn. And so we get to look at all of what, you know, what everybody else has brought. And we get to try things out. And it's such a great way to find some new items when you don't have to spend any more money. And get rid of the stuff that you no longer use or just never used in the first place yeah so we do this this is like my favorite thing that we do with my friends so if you're listening can we have another makeup swap because i really love participating in them and can i come along and karina is wanting to join yay um okay so some other tips buying products with minimal packaging or packaging that you know is recyclable. So, like I said, Youth to the People is committed to a recyclable package. Lush does package-free options. Right. Um I think Glossier is finally going to have an option to not have a pink pouch every time you order. Yes, with I them. thought that was just excessive. You don't need pink bubble wrap pouches, you know. Right.
1: Every time you place an order, you need
0: maybe one if you one if you want it. Actually, none at all because the pink pouch is not recyclable. It's plastic. It's bubble. You know, it's made of like a bubble wrap item. Yeah. Okay, Amazon has been really cool about doing this. They have offered now to, when possible, you know, compile multiple products. Like if you were say you were gonna order five items, and they would all have five different ship dates, five different packages. They now, when possible, can consolidate all of your items into one package and ship it on one date. Thank God. And also, Amazon is very guilty of providing packaging that is so wrong excessive. for what they're actually sending you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll order, like, my my all-clean bomb. You know, I, I get that online from Amazon. Mm-hmm. And they'll send it in a box that is freaking gigantic, it, right. and with all this paper around. I'm like, we well, didn't need to put all the paper around it just if send it in wasn't an envelope or something. If it wasn't in this box that was just too big for it, you know, right. like right. you don't need to, you didn't need to put more <clears throat> insulate, like packing insulation, in there. Exactly. If you had the correct size box. Yes. <laughs> um. Another tip is buy locally. There are always yeah. so many different local makers of cosmetics and beauty items. Um, Etsy is a great resource for that. They can help you filter out products that are made in the U.S. or products that are made in your home state. That helps reduce the amount of shipping. You know, like every product that you purchase has gone on a truck, has gone on a plane, has been handled multiple times. So buying locally helps you reduce that carbon footprint. It also keeps the economy in your area thriving. It supports, you know, your local makers. Um, Yeah, I think... Another random tip that I really don't follow because I don't use these items is unplugging your hot tools when they're not in use. Unplug pretty much all of your appliances when they're not in use minus your stove and your fridge, you oh. know. Unplug your straightener, unplug your hair dryer. If it's plugged in it's still a drain. It's still a, dra- a power drain electricity. Yeah. Okay. My favorite research topic when I was, you know, researching for this episode, was finding companies that recycle your old beauty products. So the most popular, I would say, is the Back to MAC program, where mm-hmm. MAC will take six empty MAC products, or not even empty MAC products, six Mac, MAC products, and you get a free lipstick in exchange for that. And they actually send their products back to your recycling program. Um, Zoya Nail Polish also yes. has had... I don't know if they still do it. Yeah, they do. But they, they have a program... Where you send in unwanted polishes, it doesn't matter what brand it is, mm-hmm. they will re- get rid of the, the product and recycle the oh, containers for you, and then you, you're able to choose Zoya polishes to be sent to you. That is so smart, because nail yeah. polish is also something that is kind of mindless, where you just toss it when it gets old, but that's a paint going into the landfill leaching into the soil like it's not good yeah so that's a really cool program that they have and then you get like free new stuff out of it yeah um h&m has the clothing recycling program yes where you get a discount for your next purchase if you bring in it doesn't matter what brand it is again you just bring in a bag of clothes drop it off at their thing and you get a coupon for your next purchase as somebody who has started to sew their own clothes they told me that you can recycle. You can bring in towels. You can bring in fabric scraps. You can bring in scraps of like your threads. And so I have literally collected bags of at H and M. Yes, at, oh. of fabric scraps because cool. it doesn't matter what you. Re- it doesn't have to be clothing. It can be your scrap. It's gonna get cut up anyway. Right. right. I guess it. Do, yeah. It, do, it really doesn't matter what yeah. condition it's in. They're not gonna resell it anywhere. They're mm-hmm. not gonna. They may donate what they can use to donate. But if it's just cloth, it's gonna get cut up and recycled. Yeah. And she told me like yeah. it can be your bed sheets. It can be literally anything made out of fabric. and That's I, cool. And so you get like a, like a 15% off coupon for your next purchase. And yeah, once again, you know, fast fashion has its own world of like waste. Problems and oh, yeah. waste. But there is companies that are doing a small part in reaching out and rewarding customers for you know, being mindful. Um, another company is Origins. They have drop off locations at most of their counters and they will recycle and return um, your old beauty products does not matter what the brand is, um, they will empty them and recycle those for you. Oh, that's smart. Well, yeah. then maybe we should do that. There's an Origins counter. They have lit- a recycling computer. literal steps away from where I work, so that's really cool. Yeah, we can just take it back there instead of re- putting, you know, trying to guess where these items go in the recycling. Yeah, that's a good idea. Area. Um, as far as recycling other things, I know not beauty related. I know Best Buy is like, yeah, totally not beauty related, but they do recycle. Your old electronics, like your phones. Yeah, yeah. Throw your old phones away. Also, and batteries and stuff. Yes, um, batteries are a big. They leach like terrible chemicals into the yeah. ecosystem. Yeah. So anything with like a battery in it, any like old cell Lith- phones. lithium batteries. If and for stuff. some reason you cannot sell your old cell phone, probably because it's like you know got like a horrible cracked screen that you're not going to pay <laughs> it's for. Too old. It's just ready to go. Like you can always <laughs> take it back there. There are places that do take back your old items and we'll recycle it for you. Mm-hmm. Um I think a lot of it is is that consumers just need to start getting used to doing that. They need to be educated and they you need to do your research. Like I don't we so we recycle many many bottles and cans mm-hmm. here and in Oregon the bottle deposit exchange fee is 10 cents per bottle or can now, which is quite high. I think most of the other states that per- participate in that program it's 5 cents. Um, they did up it to ten cents. So some people will go back and recycle their bottles and get some cash back for that. Now, I personally don't do that, um, just because I I don't want to. You know what? What we do is that okay. So Portland does have a large homeless population. Mm -hmm. Um, what we do is that we we have a a can um, of just aluminum and anything that can be recycled for the deposit, we'll put it in a bag and we'll leave it out on our sidewalk. And literally within like an hour, it will be gone because somebody will pick that up off the street and go recycle it and get the money they can for that. Right. And I'm happy to let them do it. I think it's just that people need to get used to the idea of that. Sure. There are some ways of recycling that aren't convenient, but if you're just, if you start and get in the habit of it, I think you'll feel just better about the entire experience like I am happy to let somebody else recycle those cans for me because somebody who, who actually really needs that change the money sure yeah exactly so I'm happy to, to do it but I'm also I also know that it's actually getting recycled they're not right. just dragging around a bag of cans right like, it's going to a recycling center sure. they're getting money for it and I feel better about it um another company that I was really surprised to hear about this. It was really cool. So the company Lila B that makes those beautiful cosmetics in those like pebble kind of stone packaging. Oh, that kind of like twist. Yes. yes. I know, so Shana. they will send you a return label and you can return any type of makeup product if you email them at declutter at lilabeauty.com. They will send you a prepaid return label. And they will recycle your old beauty products no matter what brand. For a fee? Nope. It's a prepaid shipping label. Wow. They send you one. So it For... makes it super easy. Wow. And they will do it right because, again, like, there are some things that we know can't be recycled. So I know sometimes, like, there's some, you know, like a plastic component, like like a pump, like I was talking about. I don't know if it actually is recyclable, so that usually goes in the trash. But yeah, I think sending it to a company who knows exactly what they're doing is a better option. And plus, if it's for free, then why not, (laughs) you know? Another brand is Pacifica. And actually, you know, Pacifica products are made in North Portland. I always forget about that. I have have seen where they have made their products. Cool. So what they do, they have their own reward system where you tell them what you're bringing back as far as Pacifica-related products. So they will only accept their own brand's products Mm -hmm. but you get a certain amount of reward points for their online store and their products go into a recycling program and are made into new items such as razors and toothbrushes by the brand called preserve so they partner with a company that already creates products made out of recyclable materials and then rewards their customers for doing that so that is super cool and you know another option we haven't even talked about is Donation. Yep, donation. I think a big thing with influencers are they have so much product on their hands. And not this is not necessarily every person has just like all of this stuff lying around that you would never use. But donating your unused or lightly used um, makeup and beauty products to women's shelters, to homeless shelters, to, you know, organizations that help cancer patients or whatever it is, I think if is it can super go, important. Yeah, if it can go to a better place where somebody will actually use them go for it why not um mm-hmm. there are obviously some things you cannot donate you cannot donate any like eye products or anything opened as far as like something right. that has touched your mouth yeah and your eyes but basically like any powders like that stuff is good to go like yeah i appreciate that tati does like these big unboxing videos but she always says like hey this is either going in a giveaway or i have tons of stuff i don't need it and um i'm just going to donate it if it's gently used she's very big on like kind of being outspoken about the amount of pr packaging that there is gosh um what she has not done is being taken off pr lists Mm. but i think that's a decision that's completely personal if you don't if you want to keep getting pr go for it but she i I believe she also recycles everything that she can yes because again it's mountains and mountains of stuff that they get sent on a daily like a daily weekly monthly basis it's insane um, but yeah, donating your items, especially like used clothing. If it's not give it a second home, people. Give it a second home. Um, I know that buying used clothing is a great way to kind of combat the the waste. Yes. And I know I know we're getting into clothing or I know we're supposed to be talking about beauty, but you know, like I'm I'm don't, hand no, in hand. Yeah. It there's no second hand makeup store. So mm-hmm. I'm also, you know, if I don't have to use a second hand makeup, I won't. Right. No offense but clothing sure sure why not give it a second home um okay so here are some companies that offer refills on their products so like we said L'Occitane is one of them Le Labo fragrances will also offer refills for their uh, fragrances the brand Kyer Weiss they also offer refills for their products they come in these beautiful like metal packages and they give you refill inserts at a discounted price and then Muji also has refills. They do mm. refills of like their body washes and shampoos and whatnot. That's right. They do. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then using up your products. So make sure you completely empty a product, right? And if you still have like, you know, a smudge of a moisturizer, a dropper of serum, yes, just put use it on it. your body. <laughs> use it. Put it on your body. Get rid of it. And then literally just take ten seconds to read the back. See if it is recyclable. And if it is, put it in your recycling bin. There is no excuse for just tossing things in the trash these days. We have to be conscious about this. But I think we also have to realize, now that I think about it, there's a lot of states, cities, counties that do not provide recycling bins. And that is really sad. It's very weird to me that, like, when we were down in California, everything went into a trash can. What? Everything. Huh? And they have styrofoam. I can't. The a fact lot. that Portland oh. th- I haven't seen styrofoam in dec like over a no, decade since but living that's the here thing. It's, and it's just it's become so part of the the everyday that styrofoam equals bad that like if terrible. I see it it's really strange. It is terrible for the environment. Yeah. Styrofoam does not degrade. Yeah. It'll yeah. be there till the end of time basically. Yeah. Basically most plastics will. Until the human race is extinguished from the so, earth. So <laughs> again like let's use recyclable products like or components, I should say, like, you know, glass, um, paper. paper, um, you know, what I always think is really funny is that when, so in Multnomah County in Oregon, we are required to use paper bags. The county that I work in now does not. It but is. Back, back so in the day, <laughs> back when I did work in Multnomah County, um, every, sometimes people would refuse the paper bags that we gave because they said, oh, I want to save a tree. And to me, I just, I just, bags think, already well, there. I was like, well, the the bag is already made right so on that note is it kind of like <laughs> is it kind of a weird thing to think that well all of these reusable things they're already made well you know what it is but because, if they're not being used does that matter like yeah I don't, because i also think the more people refuse the less times you have to reorder those items you know what i mean like yeah. the less frequency and so Another tip, bring reusable bags when you grocery shop. Oh, my God. The amount of stuff that you can fit into a cloth tote bag versus one plastic bag. I can fit all of my groceries into one or two bags Mm -hmm. versus five or six plastic bags. It's insane. Yeah, the county we, we work in is plastic bag and it's it's so strange it's 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 odd to me and it's upsetting it's gross like I don't like it and the The fact that I throw everything into the trash can where we work that kind of upsets me too because we live we live in a different county so we have recycling for everything basically yeah here's a tip in our home we have a trash can and we have a recycling can. So everything that is recyclable goes in the, in the, in the recycling, excuse me. But we also have the can can. <laughs> and then we also have a glass container. We yeah, have, we have a glass container. So we, all gla- bottles and glass that are not eligible for that um, deposit... They get put in the into a glass bin, and that all gets taken out. So, yeah, we, we really try in our household to separate those things out. Mm-hmm. And then with the addition of trying to cut back on paper towel use. Um, Guilty. I know. It's hard. It is hard. We just have to have, like, the thing that we need to do is just stock up on... Those like washcloth kind of things, you know what I mean? Yeah, like the reusable wipe. Right. For and be comfortable a, with using it. I know it's just for me. It's like the sanitary aspect of it. it I, I Karina, like. I like the idea. We have survived through the black plague without paper towels, girl. I know, but I ain't being. It's I'm not. It's not like I'm using reusable teepee to wipe my bum. Well, no, but guess what? Guess the teepee what? that we are using is made from bamboo. Right I now. I saw that, and I knew that was your work. <laughs> I knew that was your work. It, I don't tell the difference. No, still wipes, still, you know, does the job. (laughs) Yeah. And it's actually cheaper than toilet paper. Okay, so we got to stop this. This episode is getting really long. Let's go to our (laughs) double take, so we'll be right back. Okay. So for this next segment, I want to talk about clean beauty and what that means because... I think there's no real one standard of what clean beauty is, and I think mm-hmm. there is a lot of a quote-unquote greenwashing in the beauty community totally. where they use specific words to describe products as quote-unquote clean. But they may not be. But they may not be, um, and making clean feel like everything else in the community is not good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, Karina, let's talk about clean. What is that defined as? Do we have a definition? So... According to Sephora, like they have a clean at Sephora seal um, that will go with products that they deem clean, quote unquote clean. So that means for Sephora to carry these products and say that they are clean, that means that they are free of sulfates. So sodium lauryl sulfate um, and S-L-E-S, sodium lauryl, lauryl ethyl something, something not, sulfate. Not sure. I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> parabens, formaldehyde, phthalates, mineral oil, and more um okay so basically so sodium lauryl sulfate is it's a soap basically it's a surfactant it's a surfactant so that is what makes things foam if i'm if i'm correct yes um so usually you find that in cleansers shampoos um pretty much any kind of beauty product that will foam and clean your skin and or hair um I don't like i don't use soap on my face so i try to stay away from things with sodium lauryl sulfate in it um i i also just i don't like foamers i don't like anything for, foams. for the face for the face right um sodium lauryl sulfate is also found in many kinds of body wash yes um it's usually in liquids i do not believe that it's in soap I mean it may be actually like in bar soap I'm not 100% sure because I don't personally use bar soap right um parabens this is like a big this is like a big like either some people believe they're bad and some people believe they're fine so here's the thing parabens are in like every kind of organic thing like that's what helps organic matter be alive
1: so, so par- yeah. yeah, added a preservative.
0: It's a preservative. It kind of, I think a lot of people are just scared about it just because they've seen that, oh, if it's, if it's, cl- if it's not clean, it's because there's parabens in it. Parabens don't, are, are a little bit controversial. I really don't have an opinion on it. I personally think the war on parabens is bullshit. I think, yeah, it to <laughs> me it's. Preservatives need to be in cosmetics. Yeah, otherwise it would go bad. And I have seen people come into a makeup counter saying they've been using this particular product for 15 years. There's a reason why parabens are used because the average consumer does not use a full product within the expiration date, right? Like, you look on the bottom of a jar or at the bottom of a makeup product, your powder eyeshadows are actually only supposed to be good for two years. Mm -hmm. I've had eyeshadow products for... You know, three times that. Yeah. So I feel like the average consumer does not use up a full product in the time allowed. And so parabens help products from going bad. They help products from being moldy. And also not everything that is called a paraben is... Labeled harmful. Such. Yeah. And there are also things like fragrances that be can, can be used as preservatives, alcohols that can be used as preservatives. Mm-hmm. And people are not talking about that too. They just are afraid of this one word, paraben, mm-hmm. and they think it's doing this harm. Um, and if you are somebody that avoids it, go right ahead. But I don't feel like parabens are harming things. I just, I feel like they're I for mean, the I safety don't, of the consumer. I haven't seen anything that would say that they are actually bad. I think people are just... I've never seen anybody getting sick because of this, causing no. cancer. I've never seen anything about it. No. Um. I think people are just kind of freaked out because for some reason or another, parabens came up as this thing that should not be in your face, your like, makeup. It's, just like 20 years ago, yeah. the thing that we should be avoiding is eating fat. Like and no, everything and was no, a diet product. Yeah, and keto is all the rage now, so it's but no carbs ke- and yeah. like mostly fat and protein. I feel like it's a fad thing to like be afraid of. And if you choose to avoid it, that's fine. But I personally think the argument is bullshit as to, like, whether or not they're technically bad for you. I don't think they're bad. They're for your safety. Yeah, Preservatives should be an ingredient, especially if you are using something um, that, like a cream or a moisturizer, something that is a liquid product, they mm-hmm. do expire. Well, yeah. And, I mean, you're not going to find parabens in like a freshly made product like something you made at home like obviously you're not going to add a preservative because you're going to use it once and get rid of it you're not going to let your cream you're not going to use your your eye cream all in one go are you no No. so it has to be able to sit and be stable Mm -hmm. and not go basically not go bad and like or lose its effectiveness if it has any kind of active ingredient and especially items in jars yeah items in jars yeah it's exposed to air all Sunlight, the time. Your yeah. hands go in it. Your you know there's yep. bacteria being introduced, and so thing. There are certain ingredients that are there to protect you. They are not there to you know scare you away and harm you. They are there because products do expire, and you are introducing bacteria every time you put your finger in a jar. Like it's just the matter of the fact, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and you you don't want that to negatively affect your skin mm-hmm. or your health. So I think. The paraben issue is bullshit, but <laughs> if you want to think otherwise, feel free. Like, everybody has their own opinion. Yeah. I personally think it's dumb. Um, another one that I don't feel that is necessarily bad, I think a lot of people think of mineral oil, and I think they think of baby oil being right. added to your products. Right. When something in cosmetic... and When mineral oil is used in cosmetics, it's cosmetic-grade right. mineral oil. It's right. not the stuff that you, you clean. use to clean or, like... Lubricate things. Feel like you're cutting boards at home. Like that's totally different. This is not the mineral oil that you use for every day. It's cosmetic grade. It's added to basically improve the formulas, like texture. It's called being cosmetically elegant. Yes. So there are certain items that are created and introduced into products. So the feel, the texture, the experience of using the product is better and smoother, creamier, mm-hmm. lighter, fresher. Like, there are so many different ingredients that technically don't need to be in there, but they are there because it makes the product more appealing to customers. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is a good one. The, yeah. Mineral oil is in a lot of things. It's in all your lips. Dramatically different high mo- moisturizing lotion from Clinique. Mineral oil. Mm-hmm. And it's not, <laughs> it's not baby oil. They're not using Johnson & Johnson baby yeah. oil right. to put in this clinically tested product a la clinique like mm-hmm. they're not that's not what it is guys it's right. not it's not the mineral oil that people think of it's not motor oil people it's not um another one that um you know people talk about is you know like stuff that ends up getting you know put you put it on your face right they always you know people are saying that oh sometimes you know retinols are bad if you're you're pregnant like don't use a retinol if you're pregnant how much retinol product are you slathering over your entire body for it to be in your bloodstream here's here's (laughs) the thing you should also not be taking tylenol using salicylic acid on anything there are a lot of things that freak out doctors and I get that and sure if you are pregnant probably avoid them but I don't think but uh, I digress I'm not even gonna put put my opinion out there because I feel like there are a lot of people especially pregnant or expecting mothers people have had kids I think there's something like when you start having children I notice everybody I know that's started having kids goes this like ultra natural route Mm -hmm. do you ever do you see that like Kourtney Kardashian hello (laughs) she's had three kids and now she's like I only use avocados and honey it's like which I think is hilarious because she has two silicone packs in her breast area (laughs) exactly so is it hypocritical I don't know we just don't know um yeah, to me, that's a little... That's a little suspect. Like, I get she's trying to live a very, like, uber-healthy lifestyle, and she has the means to do so. Oh, yes, she does. Yes, she does. Um, but the fact that... Yeah, when I think of that, and I think of people trying to go natural, and these super, super rich celebrities, and it's clear that they have had... Injectables little, in their face, like, all They sorts have of li- literal plastics in their body. Right. I... Don't know if that's. I don't know. I'm not judging. False but, advertising. But for me, it's, it's just. Yeah. It seems off. Like you put this plastic literally inside in, of your body. In your body, right? And yet you claim that certain things are super harmful to your skin. I'm like, it's literally with. Like that people get sick from injection or not injections, but um implants all the they time. They leak. They leak They Sh- leak into your system. So Is I'm- it BPA free? I don't know. Yeah, what? <laughs> people are literally putting <laughs> bags of silicone in them. Like it's you're gonna talk about what's going on in your skin and then not worry about what's actually Within your body cavities? Yeah, yeah. Like, what? <laughs> I would say, okay, if you are pregnant or are trying to become pregnant, do follow, it, follow, follow your doctor's doctor. advice. We're, we're not doctor. We're not a doctor. Obviously not. Like, you know, be smart. But I do think that there is a lot of this, like, sensationalist terror regarding certain products that are literally just topically. Like, they're not going into the bloodstream. Your they're, skin does not breathe, people. There's no blood veins and vessels just waiting to accept the newest cream that you put on. Like, it yeah. doesn't happen that way. Yeah, I mean, so a lot of the... Oh, the debate now is talking about chemical sunscreens. Oh, God. I know that chemical sunscreens are actually bad for the environment. I but know that. I don't that. go to the beach. That's the thing. I don't go to the beach. I don't sit in a river. I'm not polluting the <laughs> oceans. I don't go anywhere near a coral reef right. anymore. So yes. we we don't live next to the ocean anymore. <laughs> um. So I personally, have no chance of harming the reefs that way. I don't know if what I'm rinsing down the shower drain is going to be going to any reefs anytime soon. Probably not. Um, but chemical sunscreens. Okay. So chemical sunscreens, we're talking about like avobenzone or octanoxate. Mm-hmm. Um, basically if it's not a mineral, like if it's not zinc oxide, um, usually your sunscreens are going to have some kind of chemical form. So if it's a mineral sunscreen or a physical sunscreen, um, a lot of people are kind of trying to stay away from that because it does tend to leave a white cast with this, the zinc oxide levels in it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are such items called clear zinc, though. I know hmm. Sunbum makes a clear zinc formula. Hmm. So it's a mineral sunscreen, but with mineral sunscreens, you really have to slather it on. And that's why people don't really want to use it under makeup because usually it, it leaves some kind of a white cast, especially for people of color. Um, it usually will be quite ashy looking or gray on their, on their skin tone. And so that I can see why people wouldn't want to use that. But chemical sunscreens, um, I believe there was a story a couple weeks ago that saying that, yes, it, it is actually being leached into your, your bloodstream after, like, about a day. Oh, okay. I've actually have read that, but... But we, we don't know what the effects are, though. No, we, we don't. just know that, so far, they can go into the bloodstream. Yes, I believe they're becoming detectable in your your bloodstream. Hmm. But I think a lot of people use chemical sunscreens because they are, again, more cosmetically elegant. Yes, exactly. They leave a nicer finish to the skin. Um... Because when you think of, like, mineral sunscreen, you all, you all know the image of, like, some old guy in his 50s on the beach with the white zinc on his nose. Oh, God. Mineral sunscreen is usually made out of zinc oxide. Right. So that's why it turns white, and so that's why a lot of people don't want to use it. But chemical sunscreen, they are, um, usually are not reef-safe, so I believe Hawaii has actually banned the use of any sunscreen they have deemed to be not reef safe. But that is only when it's sold in Hawaii. It's not like limiting people coming into Hawaii, right? And using whatever sunscreen they are using. I guess not. I don't, I don't know. I actually don't know. Um, but it is kind of, you know, it's nice for obviously we're from an Island, um, and they're trying to take steps that will, you know, Mm -hmm. try to preserve what's left. It's not like, You know, we can't really grow more coral. It's kind of just whatever we have left is Ugh. what we have left. So same with Australia. Oh, good. Um, because you know Great Barrier Reef and all that. Um, but I think it's important for, like, island nations like that, or um, to create like some sort of rules regarding. So these kinds yeah, of rules things. and regulations because yeah, because what we put on our skin does eventually get washed down the drain, or if we're going to put sunscreen on, we're going to go at the beach. We're literally in the area that is being affected. You right. know. Um, the thing is some people have a preference. Some people are actually allergic to the chemicals, excuse me, in sunscreen, or they've had a bad reaction. So they have to use mineral, and vice versa. Some people yep. just absolutely loathe a mineral sunscreen. But I think a lot, I think companies are trying to improve the technology of mineral sunscreens so yes. they look a little bit better on the face. I know that Supergoop has a ton of different options. They do Ooh. have a mineral um, sunscreen that apparently dries like kind of like a velvety matte finish, so hmm. it's supposed to be really nice under makeup. Oh, interesting! So there are companies that are making sunscreen basically to be to perform well as part of your beauty routine right. and make it and again most important part of your beauty routine, guys. Is sunscreen is exactly so they're you know they're trying to make it not necessarily a chore but to be make it it, make it a part of your routine it should be just as important as moisturizing or using a serum i think absolutely okay so another clean beauty kind of category is being cruelty free or vegan um cruelty free means that you know the production of this product did not have to go through animal testing um And then vegan is made without items from animals, including bees or honey and things Mm -hmm. like that. Um, And I do try to look for things that are cruelty-free and vegan. I know the Natch Butte podcast, Jackie Johnson, is only committed to using products that are vegan and cruelty-free. Um, raw beauty Christie is starting to go the cruelty-free route. She will no longer be using or purchasing any items that are not deemed cruelty-free. Um, but there also comes with complications as you know, cruelty-free. You know, there are only like a couple of organizations that really deem products cruelty-free and do yeah, they do but, the testing and the regulations right, for but it. But also, yeah. but that also means that smaller companies that are cruelty-free by chance. Um, not by choice. They're just, they happen to be cruelty-free. They maybe cannot afford the testing or the certification for those types of organizations. Yeah, like, so, for example, Leaping Bunny certification is apparently very, very expensive. And CoverGirl has recently become Leaping Bunny certified across all products, all ranges, and I believe all markets, which is actually really cool because, um... You know, basically, whenever people think about you know cruelty free, they think, oh, is it sold in China? Because in China, they actually require animal testing on any beauty products. So if it's sold in China, your products will eventually go under animal testing in China. That and that's the to hard to there. You know what? Because, and people have to make the choice. Like companies have to make the choice if they are gonna be certified, <clears throat> they cannot sell there, even though it is a huge market. And that's the thing that really sucks is that. A lot of these companies get the flack for selling in China, but I honestly think we should be talking about the Chinese government and their own regulations. It is not... I mean, it's a huge opportunity to cre- expand your market by going to China because there's millions of people that live in there. And billions, billions actually. You know, billions. <laughs> and... You know, what company wouldn't want to do that? But I do think the Chinese government is at fault. And I think there are a lot of brands that get a lot of hate for doing it. And I I understand it. But at the same time, there needs to be more pressure on the government itself and the regulating bodies that create these rules Mm -hmm. in regards to cosmetics testing. Because I do think that is pretty much bullshit. And I think the brands that choose to sell there are are making conscious choice and knowing what the consequences would be i mean yeah of course they have to know it's but like, they are not the people yeah that ultimately are making those they're, regulations uh, yeah i mean i think if you choose not to sell there good on you like mm-hmm. covergirl doesn't sell there i don't know if they ever have but they obviously don't need to they're a huge brand they've been a huge brand for decades and decades but the fact that they're now leaping bunny certified is actually really cool for like the beauty community. Right. So if they needed a drugstore option and some people will only go for cruelty vegan, uh, cruelty free and vegan items, they can choose CoverGirl, right. which is really cool. And for me personally, I do want to start looking at what my products are as far as cruelty free. Um, I am not vegan myself, um, because I will use, obviously I eat meat. I'm I'm an herb, like, omnivore. Mm-hmm. I eat meat. I use um, products uh, with certain things like honey in yeah. it. Um, because, again, guys, yeah, it's a byproduct of an animal. It's, obviously, it's honey. It's bees. Um, but vegan is not 100% that super important to me. Uh-huh. I think the cruelty-free aspect is. Okay. Because I personally don't feel like it's, it's not necessary. It's not necessary to have an animal be used when it's for human human use, you know what I mean? Like yeah, especially, especially in I, cosmetics. I, I get why it was a thing, but I feel like the technology is yeah. that, you it's know... It's not necessary. The, you know, these products, it's not like these are new chemicals being made. Like, right. we know how they react. Right. Like, we know what the reaction is right. from testing that they've done beforehand. I feel like it's not to me it's not necessary if people want to sign up to be part of a like a testing group go for it yeah that's totally within your rights to do so and i'd rather have it be tested on actual humans Mm -hmm. not to the extent that they do it to animals because that is in itself cruel it is a cruel process they literally will shove shampoos into rabbits eyes to make sure they don't that's ridiculous make them go blind and shit like that Yeah. yeah the the Animal testing is insane. I don't here's, not into it. Here's a question for you. Yes. So, will you still support brands? I mean, if if somebody, okay, say you supported vegan and cruelty-free brands mm-hmm. like Jeffrey Star. Do you still support him even though he lives a lifestyle that is not vegan? Um, yeah, I don't think he was doing it for Okay, so with like the whole Kat von D Jeffree Star thing, I think she she actually accused him of claim like making his items cruelty-free and vegan for the vegan and cruelty-free consumer's money. I don't believe that. Hmm. Like, he did it as, like, a cash grab. I don't think so. But he himself buys, you know, all of these, like, expensive leather purses. Like, nothing like that. His lifestyle choices, to me personally, I don't like him. (laughs) Okay. I don't like him, but... Uh, to me, I kind of separate the person from the product. Okay. He already has the money. Hmm. He's already gotten paid for that product that I'm purchasing. Mm-hmm. I don't... Hmm. To me, I don't really think about the person when I'm buying something. Okay. I don't have anybody that I'm, like, completely morally against besides Donald Trump. So. <laughs> um, okay. Um... I, to me, that doesn't really matter because I am also not a vegan. Okay. Like, I fully eat meat. I probably... Yeah, like, mm-hmm. and I think it's... But then that also brings up the question of, like, well, you know, because some vegans really hate the animal industry. Like, I I completely get it, but it is... My food choices are my own. Right. Your food choice... Everyone else's food choices yeah. are their own. Sure. I don't shame people for being <laughs> vegan or or, fish, or, well, I don't shame them for eating meat either because obviously yeah. I, I do it. Right. You know, I'm not... I don't know it's it's kind of a weird thing so for me yes there are factory farms that are absolutely cruel like I hear horror stories about like certain chicken farms like everything yeah I mean it's it's obviously it is a problem yes I understand that but for me like I don't, I don't think I will ever go vegetarian or vegan. Okay. It's just a personal choice. Yeah. And I don't think, like, I have been mostly vegetarian for maybe five years now. I was vegetarian when I was younger, Um, and I don't know. It's just, it's not, and that's the thing. It's like, it's so hard because there are such extreme, extreme opinions in every single category of vegans, vegetarians, people that eat meat. Um, and I'm not somebody that wants to get involved in that. I just don't love to eat meat, and it's not because. And for honestly, personally, for me, it's not because of an ethical standpoint. It's not for anything other than the fact that I just I really like vegetables, and I like to eat vegetarian. It makes me feel good. Um, yeah, and when I you say know what I, I mean eat, when I say I eat meat, I'm not eating like steak every single night I'm not right. eating slaps like there's some days where I don't eat meat at all sure but you know me and my partner we prefer to have a protein like a meat protein, a protein. with sure. our meals sure but I'm yeah I'm not like oh well, I'm just chowing on down on these hot dogs yeah. every day <laughs> in and day out like I yeah. don't I don't I don't think of meat as, like, oh, yeah, I love meat. Like, right. And, there's, and, and that, that's the part thing. of my meal. And that's the thing that I'm saying. Like, there's extreme opinions in every single type of camp. And I feel like the food that we eat is also, there. it's loaded. Like, there are a lot of climate issues when it comes to meat production and yeah, but I'm not the gonna choice go, to do that. But I, I'm I, not going to go out and hunt my own food. It's twenty nineteen. Not, like, not in this day and age. No, it, but it's that, like I, that's don't, the I don't. I don't have to hunt for my food. Yes, it is convenient to buy right. a pack of chicken thighs at the grocery I, store. You know, I wish the I wish <laughs> the meat industry was kinder and more like a more of like a slow process. But that's the world we live in. Like, it's just not going to be that way. Yeah, and it sucks. You know, but I also think there, are, like I said in the beginning, we're not perfect. People are not perfect. They don't have to completely. Change their entire lifestyles to be more eco-friendly and eco-conscious. I think it's the small changes that add up to the everyday and just being more mindful. Like it yeah. doesn't have to be go vegan, go vegan and cruelty-free in your beauty products. Like so, make your own clothes. Like make your own everything. Like that's not yeah. What we're, we're not we're, saying. we're not going. We're not trying to take you back to like pilgrim days where everybody has to hunt and forage and then create their own. We're not talking about you. Don't need to be Amish for this, but yeah, it's little steps it's just making one little step at a time like for me I actually recently got a pack of stainless steel straws me too and I like the fact that I can refuse straws now isn't it but isn't it it almost makes you proud to be like I don't need it no I'm good and mm. like how often that happens because it was just mindless before yeah and like you know and I actually thought about this today like I bought just a couple of things when we went out shopping just little things and I refuse to bag every time I'm like my purse yes. is big enough I don't need there's a bag no, yeah there's no yeah. need um okay let's take a quick break because we have been talking for a while um and we will come back with a few more tips and then our double take okay Laura so for this day's double take we're me talking about our May favorites mm-hmm. so I'm gonna go first so, I have been using the L'Oreal Infallible 24-Hour Fresh Wear Foundation pretty much every day for the last month. Ooh. And, you know what? I really like it. It's a skin finish. Um, To me, it is a little bit on the matte side. So, again, I, I never use powder. I don't use powder to set. So, I actually prefer using this with a bunch of, like, hydration underneath. Uh-huh. I've actually recently bought a... Um, a face oil from First Aid Beauty that I've been trying out under Ooh. foundation because I feel like that might help with the fact that my skin's very dehydrated. So basically when it, you know, when it's dehydrated, it kind of just eats the water from the foundation and I'm left with pigment on my face. Oh yeah. Um so I'm going to try that out with this guy. Um but I really like the look of this. Okay. It is really nice coverage. Um it's not super matte, it's not super dewy. It's just like it's just skin. skin finish. Okay. Um, I am in the shade 405, apparently, which doesn't make sense because it's like one of the lightest ones. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm into this. I also do love my Pro Glow, but I've been using this pretty much every day. Um, another one. Um, okay, guess what? I bought another mascara. <laughs> so I've been using the Maybelline Total Temptation Mascara. Okay. I actually kind of like it. Oh, It's nice because okay. it's a nice brush. It's it does a length well. Again, using lash serum, my lashes are quite long. Okay. Um. So there's volume yeah. and definition. So yeah. it kind of it's kind of just a good basic basic mascara. mascara. It does. Okay, definitely do not use setting spray right after you apply this oh. because it will smudge like instantly. Oh. It's not waterproof. Um. Right. I don't prefer waterproof anyway. Okay. Does um, it add volume? A little bit. Yeah. Is this the one that's supposed to smell like coconut? Yeah, I think so. Does it? Yeah. I've never smelled I, this mascara. Like why would it have a smell that it exactly does? okay? Why do I need my eyes to smell? All um right. so I've been liking that. All right. And lastly, um I got another Stila convertible color in the Classic. shade Gerbera. So it's this beautiful, like, lighter peachy shade. So the one I got before, I believe it's Lilium. It's almost like a more natural, almost like as if I'm putting, like, the shade of my lips as a blush. But this one, this is a peachier version. It's really pretty. And this actually looked good on almost every person I I put it on. Actually, it did look good on everybody I put it on when I was doing uh, makeup at work. There is something about cream blushes i am like fully converted to cream blush right oh, now yeah. i don't there's just it like, melts into the skin so it looks it, part of the it's skin beautiful but this guy doesn't move the the pigment is there all day okay it lasts um i know it says it's a lip and cheek cream but i've only ever used it on my cheeks let's use it on the lips let's see uh, oh it's quite white based uh-huh. so that's why it looks better on the face for me okay. so Laura's dabbing it on her lips right now. It's a real nude. It looks super nude on her. Not cute on my lips. That's funny. On the cheeks, on the cheeks, it's beautiful. I like it. Um, That with the uh, Hollywood flawless filter on top. Ooh, she dewy and she peachy. Oh yeah, there is something about. I think it's like the older I get, the more dewy and creamy I want to look. And there is something that is not artificial about cream cheek colors. It, it looks like it's part of your face, and it basically. Looks, it doesn't look like I have powder dusted on top. Right. It's this, it's like a natural obviously it's like not a with, natural flush, yeah. but mm. you know, it mimics what it would look like. I love that. Yeah. yeah okay. So I love the Stila convertible colors. I'm into them. There are there are I believe six shades that we carry where I work. I don't know if there are any more, but pretty much Oof. these guys and maybe one more would suit my skin tone okay. and the, the the next three are um for deeper. deeper skin tones. Okay. Uh there is one that is like a punchy like coral. Oh that's quite pretty. Yes. Um I know that Sharon Farrell used that in one of her videos. Oh. Um yeah, it's super, super bright, but I went for this peachy wrap because I'm feeling all things peach for, for summer. summertime yeah Yep. Okay. so that's been really nice so those three items those are my favorites for for me i was gonna say march but we're in june where has <laughs> the time gone i don't know all right laura what are yours okay so i've got three items and two of them are a sunscreen product so the first one i bought this off of amazon a few weeks ago it's the Cosrx shield fit snail essence sun spf 50 and it is a sunscreen, so but it is made with, like, a snail essence. Which, so, not vegan. Not vegan. <laughs> In the K-Beauty community, um, snail essence is used to provide hydration to the skin. So, I needed a new face sc- sunscreen, and the sunscreens that I have been using, now that my... Beauty routine is more of a dewier, glowy finish. Matte sunscreens are really just, like, not giving me the look that I want. So I wanted something that just looked like skin or just sink in without looking like anything. Yeah. So I bought this. It smells nice and fresh. Like, it just doesn't... It just has, like, a pleasant smell. It, like, the Biore has more of, like, an alcoholic smell because there is a lot of alcohol in it. Mm-hmm. But this one just sinks into the skin immediately. It's not sticky, not tacky. It has a slight glow to it, but it's not that greasy glow that like a typical sunscreen would provide. Have you, have you used this under makeup? Oh yeah. And here's my what I've been doing. I have been using this mixed with the Hollywood Flawless Filter to oh, provide God. almost like a glowy primer. Oh. And then go in with my foundation. Oh. So like I mix it up in my fingers. Oh, here's another May favorite. Using my hands to <laughs> put on my foundation. Who am I? I mean, we we got opposable thumbs for a reason. Use your hands. You know hands. What? Your, your, Sometimes, your best tools. sometimes it just does the job. I do like setting my face with my hands. Thank you, Katie Jane Hughes. What do you mean? Like tapping? Just tapping? Yeah. Okay. So I use. Oh, you know what? I have another favorite. Um, Keep going. We're, okay. we're, we're going to come all back right. to that. Okay. So anyway, so this uh, sunscreen, I think on Amazon I paid maybe 12 bucks for it. That's not bad. Really not that expensive. How many ounces is this? this I don't know. This is, oh wow. You but it's talk. just for the face. It's all in Korean. I don't know what um, this means. But an SPF 50, I oh. love to use an S- SPF, especially this time of year. Oh my it's, gosh. Yeah, it's just over one ounce. That's not okay. bad. For the face, it's not bad. Here, okay. Girl. Girl. Right. Yes. So. Okay. Yes, <laughs> I was influenced. Purchase this next product from the Instagram account, sort of obsessed. Do you follow her? Yes, I love her. She's, she's this, so cute. She's this young little Mexican girl living in California. Yeah, she is gorgeous. She is a huge skincare influencer. She has yeah. so many followers. Mm-hmm. Off of and her her photos are beautiful. Um, and I saw her using this one day. It is the copper tone sunscreen lotion and it is the glow spf 50 sunscreen and it is for body so it is a sunscreen with shimmer shimmer. it is so pretty and you know like all of the companies now are coming out with like these body oils fenty body lava patrick ta shimmer body oil anastasia has a new shimmer body oil this is Everybody the same, their mother has one But now. this is the same thing, but it has an SPF factor. And I think if you're going to be out in the summertime and you want to have that J-Lo glow, why not have some SPF to go with it, right? Mm-hmm. So this stuff is gorgeous. I'm going to put some on. And it has, I think it is a chemical sunscreen, but yeah, with a built-in be. shimmer can you put on your phone flashlight? Yes, yeah, so avobenzone look at it? and oct. Yeah, so it's di- it's oh, it is it's a chemical sunscreen. Put the, Karina, but it's get pretty. the flashlight out. Kay. We have to look at it. All right. There, it's pretty much the same as the Anastasia Shimmer Body Oil. It's not oily. But it Ooh, has wow. these shimmer particles that keep your skin looking dewy glowing. But does it dry down? Yes. It, it dries? dries down okay. because it is a chemical sunscreen. So but you can on see the, legs the glitter really pretty. Yes. So I have been in obsessed. front of like the shins, you know how, you know how the Instagrammers yes. boil themselves up yes, for, vid- for photos. So know. if you are somebody who loves to be out in the sun, who wants that like shimmery effect to the skin you have to have this so go on Amazon I was never I have not seen this in stores anywhere but I got this off of Amazon it's the Copper Tone Glow SPF 50 with shimmer body lotion hmm. okay so the last product I'm shaking it up you hear it yeah <laughs> so this is the Pixi Glow Mist and I kind of feel like if this is a dupe for the Tatcha Dewy Skin Mist I've never used the Tatcha Dewy Skin Mist I don't know But it is a very fine mist with propolis and argan oil so you can see the separation of the oil versus the rest of the product and you shake it up and it is such a fine mist like i spray this on after my makeup or even like before my skincare routine at night if i need just a little bit more of a boost it's a gorgeous product and i don't know i really like it um I think my favorites for June will be a little bit more intensely, like, Mm color-related, because I've definitely had some more fun color favorites for the month of June, but we have not gotten there yet, so stay tuned for next month. Karina, do you have anything else to add before we, uh... Oh, yes. Actually, last favorite. You were talking about using your hands. So, I've been... So, I always... this For some reason, I always do this. I'll either use a brush... Or a sponge for my makeup. And guess what? This month, I'm going with the sponge. Okay. I feel like the finish is a lot better. What I do is I spray that Wet n' Wild primer spray to kind of rehydrate it Mm. between layers. And and then I will use my hands to kind of just like lightly tap the surface just to make sure everything is like seamless because the heat of your hands kind of helps melt. all the stuff together yes basically so it it actually almost works like a sponge too because then it'll remove just that tiny littlest bit of excess foundation that you have on okay it kind of helps with like the the look of the skin right. so it makes it almost look more skin finish if you're mm. going to work with your hands it's going to look like your skin sure so um yeah my favorites is also um using a beauty sponge mm. and just tapping with the hands afterwards yeah to set it mm. okay yeah i'm into it So guys, it's summertime. (laughs) So you know what? We're probably going to be talking more about you know skincare having to do with like the heat. Oh man, sun protection, makeup colors that we're really interested in. Perfumes, looks, summer, summer fragrances. fragrances. I've got a good June favorite for that. That's coming up. Yes. Um. So you know what? This is probably the only summer I've ever actually been been excited for. Oh. Just because I know I'll be indoors a lot. <laughs> you know what? I like, I'm embracing the I, heat because I went to a super hot place last year and it was so hot and so dry. And here we have a little bit more humidity, but I'm kind of just, just let it happen. I'm not going to fight the sweat this time because I know I'm just going to be sweaty. Yeah. I'm just going to let mean, it happen. Yeah. And you know what? Everyone's cruelty-free and vegan, but F off with those natural deodorants. Okay. That's another bullshit marketing campaign. <laughs> I need aluminum. I'm sorry. <laughs> Block my pores. See, see what happens. Seal yeah. them up. Seal that shit up. Okay, we are currently <laughs> two glasses of wine in, and yes. it's time for us to go. Okay. So, you guys, we will see you um next Monday with we're not see you. You're gonna you're gonna hear us next Monday. <laughs> um so you can find us on Instagram at Glow Intel Podcast. Um, find us if you want to email us at glowintilpod at gmail.com. Um, we also have a Twitter, but you know what? I cannot with Twitter. It's I'm, too much. It's too much. Twitter is weird. It's <laughs> it's. I've never been a Twitter gal and probably will never be a Twitter gal. It's okay. So guys, we will um, see you next week thanks for listening thank you for listening um yeah if you guys have any comments about like eco slash clean slash cruelty free and vegan you know all that all that stuff (laughs) as far as like the beauty industry goes um feel free to comment on our instagram give us the DMs. slide into our DMs. we want to hear we want to hear what you guys have to think okay well thank you guys so much for listening uh we'll see you guys next week Bye. bye. bye